now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Good morning. Hey, guys. Let's get this started. I don't have my sounder. I don't have my sounder this morning. Okay. I was about to say let's do this easy like Sunday morning, but when it didn't say go now. <laughs> Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I'm waking the dog up. I'm waking up. The house is waking up. The noise is everywhere. The sun is coming through the window. Guess what? Still, take that deep breath. Even if you can't like I thought I could, <laughs> it's still a new day, y'all. We still have a new opportunity. We still have, we can start with a blank page. How about that? All right, got my journal. Grab your journal. Or if you subscribe to a calendar, grab your calendar. Uh, if you subscribe, no, if you, even if you don't subscribe to grabbing a pen and paper and writing some stuff down, we're going to have a quick conversation. And what we try to do is come up with an infographic, something that we can look at and study throughout the day and try to get the outcomes we want at the end of the day. And I am recording this one, y'all, on Father's Day. So let me just say happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Y'all have been absolutely hilarious this week. I don't know if it's because I'm just more aware uh, to the to, to others and what others are doing and thinking, men have been cracking me up all week and all week long as we approach Father's Day, even from Mother's Day, even before Mother's Day. Um, and this has been really funny because they are sweating bullets as opposed to how we're going to handle Father's Day, what the anticipation is of them, and they just really want a nice blown out day, just like moms. They want a brunch. <laughs> They don't talk about the brunch. They don't talk about all the gifts, all the stuff that they get. And it, it's just so, it's so funny to me. So shout out, shout out, shout out to dads. Uh, one of the things that I have done as a blogger uh, over the years, and even well before even doing this, uh, I think I only became a blogger because of how much I saw going on in the communities. And I mean like excellence, how much excellence I was around. How how many, I started my blog, and I, I never even said my blog. I started Dryer Buzz um, because all around me, there were always people that were going above and beyond and just wanted to archive some of those stories because long time ago, somebody um, told me about the African proverb, and I was always around people who celebrated and honored and lived in accordance with African proverbs. You know, I've lived in, uh, I grew up in a community that was just, the bomb.com just just everywhere you looked it was just people just striving and overcoming and and just reaching heights that many people thought just weren't possible you know it was always there from day one I was immersed in that and it was such quite a quite a contrast to what you saw in print and on television and so forth and that's why I started. I'm like, let me write some of this stuff down. Let me start my own encyclopedia. Um, remembering all the encyclopedia salesmen. So anyway, I, I, I'm i just about that. If I see something, I want to say something. If I see something good, I want to say something good about it. So shout out to the dads for which your families right now are like trying to figure out how and which in many ways to honor you. And I, I love that. And I have, like I said, as a blogger over 17 years, I've had conversations with men, particularly men, men and women. Let me, let me do it like this with, with men, particularly, and with men, women, and children around this conversation of fatherhood, you know? So if anybody can pick up a mic or start a podcast or 
or blog about what fatherhood is and what it represents. I'm sorry, y'all, honey. I have done the work. I have done the work in order to do that and to have this conversation. <clears throat> and one of the things I know, as I live in the South, I live in the southern, uh, southern state in America, because I know this thing is going everywhere. I live in a southern state in America. And I know that in America, in general, generalization here, uh, you know, let's go to some facts. Let me, let, me know, let me let you know I'm coming from facts, okay? Fatherhood in America has its issues. And not in the larger part of those issues is because we don't get enough opportunities to see how true fatherhood exists and 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 how what people have to go through to remain uh in their children's lives in their families' lives uh as a head of their household that's it, it there's a lot of issues upon that affect that in America right and so there are a lot of people you know it ain't a, it just ain't an everyday thing um uh, and that's that's just been an American agenda for it not to be we have we have the, we have a great number of stepfathers out there a lot of y'all are being honored today and yesterday we talked about stop reserving seats and this is where this comes in reserve seats we yesterday i did a podcast talk about um just have open seating leave that seating open right leave the seating of your heart your money your soul open stop trying to reserve you know because you reserving something for somebody that don't show up that was yesterday's conversation wasn't even today wasn't even about dads just in general in our lives we try to maintain reserve seating for people who don't show up. And yet you got somebody right there that's showing up, that's trying to show up. And I, and I can bring that conversation in. And I rarely do this. rarely do a part two. But I've noticed that that same conversation applies. And the dog is creeping up. Creeping, he's like, I'm finna go because she's finna, she finna get all in it. I'm going on here with this. Well, go ahead then. <laughs> so you are reserving a seat. Just keep that open seating. Because, and it's okay to reserve it some, you know, it's, it's not okay to reserve, reserve seating is just not okay. It is not okay. It perpetuates the hierarchy in our society that should not be there. Because somebody is showing up, we're talking, somebody's showing up for you, somebody's trying to show up the best way they can. And we got all these criteria and all these stipulations. And like, look, you done initiated that relationship, you done gave, gave out those permissions and stuff. Encourage people to have an open heart. Encourage me to have, I just tell my kids, I'm like, listen, just keep that little door open. Just keep that open heart. One day, hey, you know, me aside, all that, all the decisions, choices, and things we don't have to live with. Hey, listen, just keep an open heart. Keep an open mind because you don't, you don't know how that relationship is going to shape up. I, my opinion of it don't even matter, right? Because it's, be, it's bigger than me. It's bigger than all the things. I'm talking about my kids and daddies and all that kind of stuff. I'm just saying, I got the hell up out the way. I'm like, I can't let my let me atone for this, that, and the other, and move it on. Keep that door open. Keep an open mind. Keep an open mind. Keep an open heart. Don't even worry about reserving those secrets. I ain't trying to put nobody in there to fill nobody's place. But we do these things in our life, and there's some things that are human nature that we as humans have to fight against, have to change up, and so forth. But it's Father's Day, y'all. And when I tell y'all, I'm going to come to y'all with a conversation about where men are in their mindset because Lord knows. Let me tell you, even though this thing's called dryer buzz, even though it started in the hair salon, honey, it's rolling all up and through the barbershop, okay, because I've been in the barbershop for the past 22 years getting my hair cut. Um, And I've had forums. I've had forums and luncheons with men trying to get to the, the bottom of, 
what their what their manhood is supposed to look like, what we're supposed to see and and, and groom and accept and all this kind of stuff. And uh, and I did two whole years of talking about. I mean, just of late, because I've spent a lifetime having these conversations. Um, but the last four years, two of the last four years, I spent every Sunday, not every Sunday, every fourth Sunday, every fourth Sunday. I tried to keep it there. I had to designate every fourth Sunday because it's a conversation. I've had events. I've partnered with fatherhood organizations um, trying to understand why it's a difficult task in America to be a father. And what are those things that were, I have, I have a lawyer on deck, okay, a family lawyer on deck. So when I see a father having some issues trying to show up, I'm like, dude, call, my, call this attorney, call this organization. We're going to get you in. We'll get you home. We'll get you back, right? So you already know, listen, go, go to my timeline. She'll probably post my lawyers, my fatherhood organizations and so forth. Um, but. There's so many trying to show up. So shout out to you. And let me tell you, yeah, you need to fight. You need to get back. Okay? Because the one thing, the one thing that a child doesn't want to hear at whatever time you show up at that door, at whatever time you try to, the one thing they don't want to hear is that you didn't fight. You didn't do anything. You went. And I have, hold on. Let me see if I can get this device here to play. I'm going to play some. See, y'all, I got receipts, as y'all love to say. I got receipts. Let's just hope I got Wi-Fi. <laughs> let's just hope I got, let's just hope I can get this device. That one's working. Why is that one working? Let me, I think the other one's not charged, and this one is charged, and it is not giving me nothing, because uh, for some reason, certain times in where I'm trying to broadcast from, I can't get all my devices on hold on let me see if i can get this one to come on i'm gonna play i'm gonna play something for you and i don't think he would mind if i play it let me see if i can this one look like and i see you guys i see this is landed and i'm gonna get your comments i'm gonna try to do this one i'm gonna try to get everybody on and participate but let me just see if i can i may have to grab another device is this one going okay this one seems to be think I may have reached my screen limits. Let me pull this up for you. I had a conversation. I mean, an honest conversation. Um, okay, look like that's the search that we did before. Okay, all right, here we go. Let me get some sound on this. And this is only a minute long. Y'all know our podcast go way longer than that. But let me play this right here. This is an interview. I did this interview with Dr. Henry Carter, Dr. Henry M. Carter, a friend on Facebook. Uh, and again, like I said, I, I, I see, I have to let people know I see them and I see the work that they're doing. And I brought him in uh, in one of our Father's Day conversations. And he, we were talking, to, he, he was born in New York. And the strong male role model in his household, ended up being his grandfather. His grandfather literally had to go to New York to rescue his daughter and her children, right? They were in, a, in New York at a time, um, pretty much at a time around about the Central Park Five, I would liken to say. And the granddaddy, living in the South, you know, everybody tried to do the migrate migration north. Granddaddy was like, okay, wait a minute. 
wait a minute, you trying to, what's going on up there? And you raising my, my, my grandsons up there, you know, and granddaddy, and he tells this great story about his grandfather. And, I'm, and I get to watch a man. I, this is what I love. This is why I have so many male followings at Dryer Bus. So, so much of a male following at Dryer Bus. But to watch a man be able to recount these stories and to see, allow them to open up the heart. I, listen, I call it hashtag language of men. If you want to see the work that we have done and listening to our brothers, because I'm going to try to finish the thought and listen to our brothers. Go and check out the hashtag language of men. Y'all know I love, I love these hashtags because I've been able to, no matter how long I've been putting content online, this is why hashtags are so important. The one thing you'll always be able to do is go and filter the internet for that content. If you're open and honest, if you're a young man out there, you're trying to think, okay, I need to take on a household. What does this responsibility look like? Because still today, we have so many that are going into that role not having had the proper role models, right? I remember growing up with my dad. And I'm going to tell you, my daddy had daddy issues. And I didn't understand it because my granddaddy didn't have... My granddaddy came into the grandfather role without the same daddy issues, right? So, and I'm pretty sure my dad was like, what the heck is going on here, right? It's a different, it's a different world. So one thing I had to separate when my parents felt, and my children will have to do the same thing, because it's just a whole different, it's just, when you become a grandparent, it's a whole different role. So I never understood, growing up, I didn't understand my daddy's daddy issues when my grandfather was there day one for me, until death did us part, right? And so I, but I had to understand it because it came into our relationship. And then him having a daughter as opposed to a son, you know, and me being a daughter, I'm like, okay, I got to nurture this thing, you know, because that's what women are raised to do. I'm like, I got to nurture this thing. I got to understand daddy, but I still got to love granddaddy because granddaddy is like granddaddy, right? And so... I think that's what I brought. And I was thinking about that the other day. I had to admit that to myself. Daddy got daddy issues. Daddy got daddy issues. And they're they're so, and I know I laugh at them. And I know there's a deep, deep pain there because my daddy having the daddy issues and the granddaddy having the fatherhood issues, daddy had to grow up. And daddy and I have had these conversations. We've had some of them live online. Um, he had to grow up and sing, but to the point was, it wasn't until I was a grown ass woman and my I was talking about my grandmother and my grandfather had a question and I'm looking at him like, well, why you got a question about my grandmother? And he goes, well, you know, that is my wife. I'm like, what you mean? <laughs> Cause I, and I, huh? Y'all wait. And I knew everybody had the same last name and I understood that, but I grew up I'm like, well, grandma over here, you over there, y'all ain't never rarely ever seen them in the same room. I think we could, I, I can remember a car ride or two going to the country, going down to Athens, you know, and I remember it's like, okay, you know, it's some tension going on up in here. Um, and I remember every holiday, you know, take them, she would do the, pack them a plate. You go take them. Y'all like, y'all got this life too. Don't even act like it. Grandma would like fix this plate, you know, cause we were going to make the rounds, you know, dad would pick me up every holiday. We go to we go to grandma's house for dinner, you know, every chance we got. And then we go to granddaddy. We go, we go stop by granddaddy. And that's when I realized, you know, this was a responsibility thing of him going to see his dad, taking the taking the plate from the mom 
And, you know, as a child, and one of the things that I learned in having these conversations on the fourth Sundays for two years and then dealing with men and over the last 20 years is that we as and, and women, you know, there are a lot of daughters out there like myself and beyond. We don't ask. We just try as children. And listen, this is something I've learned. Children just try to process. They don't ask. They're not waking up on Father's Day because you ain't took them out and getting nothing to shop for dad. They're not going to ask. They're not going to ask because one thing they don't want to do is they, they, one thing children understand is when you morph back into trauma, <laughs> children understand that day one. They don't want to bring it up because they don't want you to morph back into whatever trauma is going on. So we don't ask. We children just try to process. So here I am at this age trying to process this life that I grew up in where I had an abundance of men and uncles and granddaddies. You know, I, I, I could stack the tree. I could name the limbs on the tree. I could reach out and touch and hug and all that kind of stuff. But yet and still in all that presence, there was still something not quite understandable why must the tensions rise you know why why is it i mean i could i could literally tell the time it's like okay we're gonna hit granddaddy's house this conversation he gonna say this say that him and dad gonna do what they do and that, and that was like you know financial day let's do the bills and all that kind of stuff and i'd watch tv granddaddy would have like he'd always have a, a this jar of money like the change jar you know it's like oh you finna, you take that with you it was always that like and he always, you know, slipped me a little something, something, you know. And it was so funny, too, because Dad used to do the finances for his parents. Dad, Dad was an only child. We was a very small family. Dad, well, Dad wasn't, I didn't even find out that. I, it took me a long time to find out Dad had a, Dad had a, a brother that had been lost. My grandmother lost a son. Uh, and again, I didn't ask nobody. I'd be like, oh, wait, I haven't learned to read. What is this? Okay, read. What? Okay. But again, you don't ask because you don't, I didn't ask her about it because I didn't want to take her back into the trauma. This is how children process things. I'm like, okay, this is the tree. Another limb on the tree. Let me figure this out. And it was an iconic obituary because of how it read. And then when I talked, I remember having a story, having a live conversation with my daddy about swimming. And I remember him telling him saying things and I was able to equate that to the fear because I never could understand the fear that my grandmother had over her son when in actuality there were two of them in actuality this pain this gripping pain that I would witness through her and the worry that she would carry for her family it's like okay I get it you got it y'all we got to get this we got to get this this thing that goes on with the people that we love even though we don't ask and we're out here trying to process these things and even more so now through social media, we don't want to ask. We're just trying to process. And so my friend, the good doctor, I'm a, there's a couple places I dropped off and I'm not following the comments. So let me know if I need to go double back. Cause I'm pro I'm literally y'all, this is a conversation. If I wasn't having it with you, I'd be having it with myself. I'm trying to process this. A happy father's day because daddy's daddy issues made daddy be there every day y'all ring the phone whatever whatever to ask now because daddy had daddy issues my ass was <laughs> i knew how to i know how to calculate the ass because again the trauma would, would come through daddy has this conversation everybody in my family my children from myself down to my children know how to calculate the ass of granddaddy okay because it, it just is. It's 
we love him dearly, but you better know how to calculate the ass because not only that, he's a boomer. He's a, he became a man in the sixties, you know, the scarcity uh, of life that went on with African-American men uh, in African-American uh, in black communities, you know, Southern communities, uh, those who stayed South, there's a whole dynamic there of having to stay South instead of migrating North, all of that stuff comes through. If you don't calculate the ass and that daddy has a story that he shared with me and the grandkids about somebody trying to borrow $4. (laughs) Y'all, we laugh about this story. And the funny part about it is we didn't even realize everybody had been told that story. This is, this is one of those conversations that apparently daddy and granddaddy slash granddaddy has with everybody in their coming of age. So we've all been given the story about the, the man who tried to borrow $4. And the one thing you don't want to ask my daddy for is money or $4. Cause he gonna, he, he's going to hold on to it. Right. But if you need it, you already, you know, he got it. You just don't want to ask. Right. So the story of the man with the four dollars, like, man, how you not got, how you don't have four dollars? First of all, and y'all know this, ladies, and all the ladies are gonna agree with me on this is how men are about having money in their pocket. First of all, the one thing that women cannot stand is this perpetual habit that a man has, and we, y'all, again, this is us trying to process it because we ain't never really asked what is it with y'all and this money in the pocket thing? Because you know, women can walk around ain't got a dime. That did everything, you know, we, the men and men can't stand the fact that women do walk around doing things and all this ain't got a dime. Right. Cause the first thing men want to, what, how, how, where's, where's the money? How you making the money? Cause they can't be caught without any. Cause guess what? There used to be a law about it. You can't be walking around. There, it, there's a generation out there. There's a generation today. Let me just say this. Okay. One of the things about, especially about being particularly black. Okay. You can't walk around. It's a, there's a law in certain states and probably all of them. That you just can't walk around without money. You got to have money. Because otherwise you could be considered, there's a vagrant law. There's laws, right? And we know there's all kind of laws. There's all kind of penalties and punishment for being black, right? That's why we call it wild black, right? So, but men have this thing. Every man out there right now got a little change in his pocket. I don't care about the electronic, how many cars he got. So I got, yesterday at the barbecue, I, just, I sat back. People were like, why, why was I sitting at the barbecue? Because I do that. I sit back and I listen. I had to shut off my broadcast. Because I'm let me cut this broadcast off. Because this lady about to, she about to divulge some things that I don't need, we don't need to have on Facebook. Y'all heard that end of that conversation. She was getting ready to go deep with me. She was getting ready to bond. And I'm like, I don't say here too daggone long. She getting ready to bond. Okay, the grandbaby, like, he just, he just, like, ma'am, can I get you something? Ma'am, he got 50 questions. He won them four-year-olds, you know, the four-year-olds. They got four million questions. I'm like, let me go on and let me go on and get this thing. Let me go on and be, be the neighborly thing. I'm back in the neighborhood. Let me see what's going on in this, in the mindset of this grandmother and this grandson. So I shut the broadcast off. And yes, she went there. <laughs> we had that conversation, some serious conversation. Um, and, you know, she just felt like she could ask me these things. And I'm sitting there like, okay, well, watch it. Hey, but then I know I watched the men um, as they as they pay for, as they ordered and process and you know order their food. And I watched them. I love watching men morph. And, and by morph, I mean if you ever watch a man, a young man, a child, if you ever watch them in certain, like I watched her little grandbaby. The more men came out there, um, the more he more he walked up with her as that's her baby, right? But then 
He came over, he was talking to me, and he had a soda. And I was like, where'd you get the soda? He's like, would you like a soda? And he goes to get me a soda. And when I tell you to watch him step away in the steps that he took from his grandmother, to watch him go from her baby to now trying to go over in the group of these men standing around the cooler. By the time he got to the cooler with the men standing around the cooler, and, went into, and they didn't question what he was doing, and the, his walk back. See, this is what things that I noticed. And as he walked back to me to hand me the soda, you know, how he felt in that, in that tribe of men. Like he saw the men going in the cooler, getting this, that. And it's like people don't ask, they just out here. These babies don't ask y'all. They just out here trying to process. So one of the best things that she could have did yesterday, and she even talked about how she was trying to figure out whether to come up there and get some barbecue or not. Right. But having this grandbaby roll with her and then come and see these men, up here and the conversation they were having and, and how that test the bull elephants y'all let me tell y'all stan is a bull elephant and y'all know if you don't know about the bull elephants you ain't even following me long enough okay we have bull elephants in our community these are the role models these are the men who model what to do with your testosterone how to take care of your families and 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 give back to your communities and different things like that so that little time she and i sitting there talking her grandbaby is soaking all this stuff in with these men right and i watched him this, and I'm looking at how they are paying for their food and they got pocket. I saw the man with the gate. I think that might have been even been Stan's dad. I got to check. I think that was his dad. Had the gators on. I'm talking about the gators. You know, and then I was looking at the slip-offs and all this kind of stuff. But when our men get around each other, y'all, they morph. They morph. So some of y'all trying not to answer the text. You don't want to let that call come through. Get out of the way. I'm going to... I ain't even wrote that down. We've got a blank page here, y'all. I'm just excited about Father's Day because I'm going to do part two, reserve seat. Stop, stop, stop with the reserve seating. Just stop. I guarantee you stop with the reserve seating. You're going to end up with a full house. Damn, somebody put that on the shirt. Somebody tweet me that and because... Uh, you got to keep open seating. You got to keep open seating. You got to keep an open mind, an open heart, and an open spirit, y'all. Because these men are out here. They're waiting for you to have open seating. They're waiting. I, when I talk to men in this two-year uh, thing that we did with men, I don't even know what to call it. I can't tell you how many men are waiting until their children turn 18 just so they can avoid the drama. Men love, men love going through this thing to avoid drama. I can't tell you how many men we had to talk to. So you can't wait. You can't wait. You can because that door, that door is going to always be open, but it's going to be more wounds. It's going to be more scar tissue there than you ever thought you have to deal with. And, and even that, because they got their own scar tissue they you can't even say that to them. And that change up things because they got their own scar tissue. But I'm just going to tell you, don't wait. Where do men who didn't have fathers, how do they become fathers? How do they know what fatherhood is? I'm going to play this for you. And it's going to open your eyes to what I'm trying to say. Let me get this up. Here, let me see. Let me see. I think. Let me get it. Let me uh, get it past the ads. We love ads because that's monetization. I said, I want to be the father that I imagined my father would have been. So you went off of imagination. Imagination. I said, I wanted this type of father. I made myself the father that I wanted my imaginary father to be. And I'm explaining, when my first son was born, uh, uh, a year after that, my mother died. 
So by the time of 22, I had no parents. I was in college. Okay. And I I decided I was going to marry the sister that I had the baby by because I made this pledge to myself. Any sister I got married, I mean, had babies by, I was going to marry. So now we got two children. And this is really when I knew I had to man up even more. Something got you buzzing on your soapbox. Yes. Call now for the soapbox segment. Wait, that was the soapbox. Let me see if I can find. That was the preview. Let me see if I can find the, um. Thing. We used to do the soapbox on there. Let me see if I can find Henry's thing. Uh, I think I have a whole timeline. But you, you, he. One of the things he said. And I'm gonna see if I can find the whole one, because that one is a promo. Sorry. One of the things he said was, he patterned his father. He patterned the fatherhood after. Let me see if I can find it. After television. He used, his, he used imagination. He drew on the father he is. He drew it from imagination. He drew it from sitcoms, sitcom dads. He talked about Cosby. He talked about good times and so forth. I wish I had it. Let me see if I can find it. I'm going to see if I can find uh, that because that was a good clip. I was like, why is the music coming in? Let me see if I can. I hope I put his name on there. We can find it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to come back with some of these. I need to replay some of these. Nope, I don't have it where I can. Oh, wait, you know what I can do? Let me see. I can filter. Remember I told you the hashtag language of men. I know if anything, I put the hashtag on it. That's why you need your hashtags. That's why you need your hashtags. All righty. And then there's all kind of, um, all kind of stuff on there. Let me see. I hope I can find it. But y'all, I'm telling you, happy Father's Day to all the men that, oh, there we go. Hashtag. Okay. One minute there. Nope. I can't find it. I can't find it in totality. Let me play this one again, though. Is it playing? Okay, I'm going to rewind. I said, I want to be the father that I imagine my father would have been. So you went off of imagination? Imagination. I said, I wanted this type of father. I made myself the father that I wanted my imaginary father to be. And I'm explaining, when my first son was born, uh, uh, a year after that, my mother died. So by the oh, time wow. of 22, I had no parents. No. I was in college. Right. Okay. And I, I decided I was going to marry the sister that I had the baby by because I made this pledge to myself. Any sister I got married, I mean, had babies by, I was going to marry. So now we got two children. And this is really when I knew I had to man up even more. Oh. See that? So you buzzing on your soapbox. Yes. That, to try and figure that out then, to try and figure that out then, you know, as opposed to coming into that, that's, that's, what, that's what this is. But again, that's an amazing story because if you know him, you know him to be, you know him to be the dad. You know him to be a dad. You see him, you see him, you're going to see his son. 
Okay, and that's the youngest because it's, it's, uh, other kids are grown. The, the kids he's talking about there, they're grown. And you probably want, you you know, you see him, you're going to see him in the community. You're going to see him out doing things, giving things, y'all. People are out here trying to figure this thing out. And we're sitting here, we're coming into this. Let me tell you, social media, social media used to be a very hard day. I used to not want to log on on Father's Day because I didn't want to see the pain. There was so, let me tell you, Woody Allen's. Woody Allen's kids would set it off every father's day. Y'all don't understand what social media be used to be, especially back in the day when it was just pretty much Twitter. When every because everybody around right about two thousand eight, um, everybody came online and everybody kind of went to Twitter. It was like everybody it got updated phones and all that kind of stuff, right? It wasn't Facebook and all that. It was some of the older apps that we would be on. But when Twitter first started. It was very difficult to be on Twitter on Father's Day because everybody was renting and raving and going in. And Woody Allen kids, they would just start going crazy because Mia Farrow, you know, that you talk about some baby mama drama and, and her kids are adopted. And I don't know if she, I, I know where Woody ran off with the adopted kid, but a married, the adopted kid. So I don't know if her kids were, I don't know what that situation was, but honey, on Father's Day, Everybody would be like, what, what is Mia and the, and the kids going to do to Woody today? What, no, what is Woody? What is the trauma of Woody going to happen in the Pharaoh household today? And that's what would happen. And then it would just spiral from there to where you just have to like put your social media down. So now we're at a time where people know we need more positive things said and done. You need more positive things said and done on social media than some of this negative stuff. And I'm just saying... Open seating. Yesterday we talked about reserved seating. I'm going to go ahead and write down something. I'm going to write down open seating. And I got to get ready to get out of here because my dad just said he is free. So I'm going to invite him along for this event that uh, I have to go to today because y'all know he, and they said they need somebody to do social media. And I plan on eating all day, so I'm going to get him on the social, social media side. Um, and I think he would absolutely love it. So hopefully he knows I'm live right now and not just not answer him. So. Open seating, keep some open seating. I had to keep open seating with my dad because even like I said, my daddy had daddy issues. I could have been like, I ain't, dude, I can't tell. I can't, my, but my grandmother was like, look, that's your daddy. That's your daddy. <laughs> Grandma had to say that a lot. I said, that's your daddy. <laughs> that's a man. And they, they this and they that, you know, because cause the trauma. She would see, like, wait, she's not processing it. And this is one thing about grandparents. This is why you need grandparents in your life. This is why you need that that multi-generational because in multi-generations too many of us why well, i said too many people about i went to a i went for a girl's night out one night and we went to see michael basin michael basin was in town you know michael basin come around he gonna fill a room full of women hurt women okay anyway so my girls was like come on let's go out. let's go do the michael basin thing we can go for drinks and all this kind of stuff right so we were sitting there in the road it had to be like maybe five six of us went so michael basin asked the women in the room who didn't have fathers to stand up and when I tell you, all the girls in my group stood up, and I was like, wait, what? Why y'all standing? They didn't have daddies. And I was like, oh, my God. Again, I was like, and they were looking at me like, well, why are you not standing up? I'm like, because I got a daddy. Um, I mean, it, I, who knew? Who knew? You know, you got to talk about these things and then it's y'all I'm telling you and I and and I, I look back and I try to remember I remember the da- daddies in the neighborhood I mean they didn't stay long but my I mean my parents soon divorced you know but daddy daddy 
moved around the corner. <laughs> this is why I'm, this is why I should write this memoir, but I'm not writing this memoir. But I mean, I did I did hear that I get hear my daddy's car when he was going home. I don't know if he did, but dad had a Volkswagen. I'm just saying, <laughs> okay? It's like I can hear the Volkswagen. You know, it's like sound travels. I knew what time daddy got off. I knew what time daddy was going to go home. You know, I knew how long daddy was going to hang out. Because part of that was, I could hear the car go by, but part of that, you know, every Friday he had to turn down the street and put the check in the mailbox. You know, that was the thing. It's like, no, I, you know, and I would hear, like, like, I don't hear that, you know. And that was, a, that was a thing, and it was a thing that he wasn't too particular about doing. But, and I don't know why he never did mail it, but no, because he lived around, he lived, he lived literally three streets over pretty much, okay? Anybody know Southwest Atlanta? It ain't that big, right? You know, and it wasn't like he was going to move across town. You know, we lived in the oasis of, of, of the world back then, right? So, you know, and every time I'd hit him downshift and hit that curb and come on and, and hit him slow down, put that in the mailbox, speed on up and go on around the corner, go on, you know? And they like, no, we weren't, it wasn't going to be no stopping. Cause we don't, look, uh-uh, 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 look, keep it, keep it moving. Ain't nobody got time for you and mom to be out there tripping. Nope, no, just look, hey, I understood. One thing as children you don't want to do is your parents going back into the trauma. I'm just saying, keep it moving. Hey, Dad, love you. Catch you later. That's, that's how things are, things are copacetic. And y'all are out there right now, let me tell you, and, your, yes, your children are processing this stuff. Yes, people are tripping, you know, and it's Father's Day. Yes, there's some father. Let me tell you, dads, I got, I, got, I got the attorney for you. If you are out there and you are willing, I got the organization for you. Because like I said, I, I've been there and I understand this. But listen, for those of you that you keep an open seating and you are letting these relationships flourish, and I'm talking about fatherhood, you're letting fatherhood flourish today and you honor it today um, however and in every which way you can, but simply because he is there and that seating is open and he is filling it and you got a full house, bless you and all that you've done. Because let me tell you, it takes, it takes a lot to get beyond, to get beyond and, and the, what has been done to us, what has been done to us as people, particularly black people, and then on the human spectrum alone, on the American spectrum alone, I know that fatherhood ain't easy. And I hate to say it, and fellas, y'all try to figure out, like, well, why women get this and why women get that? Because, hey, listen, it's a whole lot of stuff that goes on. We got to get beyond that, and we're not yet beyond that. So don't, don't feel bad that your day don't seem like the other day. Okay, it's going, we're going to get there because we're going to work this thing out. We're going to understand there are some traumas. And I know you feel like you ain't did nothing to cause no trauma. But listen, we just for Juneteenth this weekend, we're talking about 400 years, 1619 to 2019. We just said 2019. Fatherhood in America is a young thing. It's a young thing. And it's something we got to figure it out. And hopefully there are other people like myself that are letting us know, listen, there's some trauma involved, but yet there's some good things involved. We just get to the end of this day and be able to look back and say, hey, listen, today was the day we did something a little bit different. Okay. Thank God for social media and Facebook. A lot of y'all have been able to keep up with each other. If you can't be in the home or in the heart, you're able to keep up with each other and keep up with what's going on through Facebook. You're able to get around the drama through social media and connect with your kids if that's the thing, you know. 
um, because some people can't get beyond the decisions that they have made, they themselves have made, and it causes a lot of trauma. On that note, I am headed out. Uh, let me just remind you, if you're in Atlanta, hanging out in Atlanta, there's some great things going on. The um, Juneteenth Festival continues and, and wraps up today. Um, as you know, Juneteenth is usually celebrated around the 19th of the weekend before is awesome. There are awesome events inside and outside the perimeter. Everybody knows what that means. In Atlanta, uh, inside 285, outside 285. Inside 285 is the city of Atlanta. Outside 285 is all the cities that are competing with Atlanta. And so there's some great Juneteenth events. And, and let me tell you, being a father is all about recognizing Juneteenth. Okay? If you're a dad and you're trying to figure out, well, wait, what's Juneteenth? That's mistake right there, okay? Because that means that tells me that you don't, you might not have the proper bull elephants. You haven't seen this thing done before. You heard my friend Henry said, "I, I, I, what I imagined my father, I became the father that I imagined my father would have been." We don't have to imagine. There, the groundwork, the framework has been planted. All right, even though there's all things that's trying to keep it from growing. Listen. Shout out to y'all. All right, y'all. I'm going to hang out with my dad. I think he said he was free. And uh, we're headed down to the family. And this is another thing, too. All these Father's Day events, a lot of them are called family. Y'all, the fellas have spoken. They want they want pure Father's Day event. Uh, my man Stan. My man Stan. Stan smoke signals. Um, I came home with a turkey leg yesterday, some lobster mac and cheese, and the baked. Let me tell you, the size alone is a meal. Like, I just wanted the baked beans. He got all that. There's so much in the baked beans, y'all. I'm telling you, right? Um, the rice has got chicken all up it. I mean, he's like just uh, so good. Now he done put lobster in the mac. Now he got regular mac and cheese now because, you know, I'm a traditionalist on the mac and cheese. Right? So he got the regular mac and cheese, but then he got some lobster mac and cheese. Now, I can't eat lobster mac and cheese. Right. So he packed that up separately for the daughter. And man, she sat in the recliner and she just went to town on the on the lobster mac and cheese and the turkey leg. I, I, I kept the beans for myself and ate a little piece of turkey leg. But let me tell y'all today, Stan is celebrating fathers. He's got something special for the dads that I can't put all out to the world. But y'all going to enjoy that. But he also got cigars for the dads and the pops. Stop, stop by new location. Just one block. Make sure y'all realize <clears throat> that stand is just one block from the old location. Because I know you ride down Bankhead, you look for the smoke, you don't see the smoke. You're still going to see the smoke. It's just coming from a different direction. A lot of times people looking for him on that corner. He's one block to your left. One block to the left or to the right, depending on which direction. You're coming down Veterans Memorial, Donnelly Hollowell. Donnelly Hollowell, where it becomes Donnelly Hollowell. There's a triangle there that's Bankhead, Donnelly Hollowell, High Tower, and Jackson Parkway. He's on the opposite end of the train, one block away. So make sure you let everybody know there's a new location, uh, more parking because he needed more parking, needed more space. And not only that, to be, he's now got some seating out there. Let me tell you, best food truck in Atlanta, best food truck in Atlanta, best barbecue. Only one place you can get the grill cam, and that's exclusive to the dryer bus. So don't be rolling up thinking you're going to get grill cam. That's mine. All right. But Stan has got your ribs, your slabs. He got your slabs, got your rib tips, got... Uh, all that stuff. Listen, go and check the post. I'm telling y'all, it's Father's Day. So it's probably going to be a sold-out situation. So you want to follow Stan Andrews, home team, Stan, home team underscore Stan Andrews on Instagram. Stan Smoke Signals 
on Instagram because uh, dudes, some folks are rolling in from Birmingham yesterday, Birmingham, Alabama. You want to watch his timeline because you don't. What you don't want him to do is post the sold out. Kicking off at noon today. He's kicking off at noon today. It is Father's Day. People are ordering slabs by slabs by slabs because y'all better not be asking Dad to barbecue. Uh, Dad's like they bet. Let me tell you, these men they be cracking me up all week. All I've been hearing, man, she better not. She better not. They, uh-uh. I'm telling y'all, if she asked me to light that grill, I'm like, so I hope y'all have watched them light the grill or go catch a YouTube. Please do not ask them for anything. Um, and, and also, if you're looking for something really awesome to make that for Father's Day, the mac and green egg rolls. Mac and green egg rolls. Go over to In the Kitchen with Drivers. I just shared those links. Wherever you see, wherever you're checking this out. The mac and greens, egg rolls. Let me tell you, them things are the bomb, okay? And you ain't got to cook the greens all day. You're going to stir fry your greens. You're going to throw some red pepper up in there, some onions, some garlic. Get that a little toss, a little toss, a little toss. Because it's going to still finish cooking. You've got a couple other steps to cook, right? Then you make your, your you, you can do your weekday mac and cheese, or you can go on and hook that mac and cheese up. I hook it up pure, pure and simple. My mac and cheese, that I dropped some mac and cheese in the food group. It's out there going viral right now. And I, they was like, well, we need the recipe. I'm like, dang, didn't want everything. But that's all right. I'm going to give you the recipe. I just shared my recipe for the mac and cheese. Um, but I told them, listen, don't just do the mac and cheese. Take the greens. Don't don't just do the mac and the greens. Roll it up. Take a little bit. Roll it up in that egg roll. Fry that off. Give that, let that sit in this chair. Just dip those. Man, I'm telling you, dip those. Make the not-so-secret sauce. You can dip that in there. Okay, he got a he got an egg roll in one hand and a rib in the other. That's a happy man. I don't even have a man. I know how to make a man happy. I'm just saying. I'm like, damn, why am I not doing that? Oh, because I'm going to the Family Food Festival. Here's another thing. If you don't want to do that, right? Listen, the Family Food Festival, they're like, dryer buzz, are you judging it? Yes, I am. I am a judge today. I've been a judge probably, I don't know how many years. Family Food Festival is happening today. At the time of Father's Day, it is every Father's Day. It is happening at the Georgia Freight Depot. And Dad and the family, y'all get to go around from chef to chef to chef to chef to chef to chef. And again, you to get in the train. It's a train. You just walk through and you go from table to table to table. You eat until your heart's content. And you talk about mac and cheese. There's going to be so many variations of mac and cheese up in there. Let me tell you, the winners, the, I'm going to be judging the desserts more than likely because I can't do it. Because everything, they put shrimp in everything and lobster and crab meat and all that kind of stuff. And I can't eat none of that. So hopefully, and I will go over here to the, there will be somebody trying to put some shrimp up in the dessert, okay? So I can't be around the shellfish, so I usually end up judging the barbecue or the dessert. So Georgia Freight Depot, that's the best ticket in town today for dad. So you got a whole day that you can do with dad. So put the, make him the mac and cheese egg rolls, put those to the side. So he can come home and eat that late. That could be his late night snack, okay? But go and get your tickets. Stop by stands, get him a cigar and an appetizer, okay, or a slab. I tell you what, go by stands, get a slab, take that home, right? Make the mac and grease, keep that with the slab. That's going to be dad's late night snack. Go get your tickets. Come on over to the Family Food Festival. Family Food Festival. Go and enjoy that. Then go close it out at the Juneteenth Festival. In fact, you can go to the Juneteenth Festival first because uh, Stan is starting off at noon, and I think the Family Food Festival is going to open it around 2 or 3. 
So that's the whole day. Y'all ain't got a day plan for that. I don't know what to tell you, but that's all I'm ready to do with my dad. And the, and the thing about it is I hadn't even been able to do a Father's Day with dad because I was always busy and he was always booked. We booked and busy, that's what they call us, right? So it looked like he said he was free. So finally, I get to spend a Father's Day with dad. It's 2019, y'all. We're 400 years into this thing in America, 1619 to 2019. Let's make this the best. Let's wrap up Juneteenth celebrating fatherhood what better way see how god be working like let me put this with this and see how they let me see because a lot of this stuff is about how you respond to things how do we open seating that's all i ain't wrote nothing down because this has been a real fun conversation i'm glad i get to laugh even though it's been there's been some traumatic experiences as it relates to fatherhood but y'all with that open seating when you keep an open seating let me write that down open mind Okay, because you might have to do it differently. You can't do it like they did it next door, down the street, up the street. You know, because dad probably don't been. And I'm just saying, I I I heard those stories too. In fact, uh, Ayala had a story on. I can't even watch Ayala. Open heart. Let's let's keep it going. We're gonna keep it on the positive. Open mind, open heart will lead to an open spirit, honey. You will free your soul. We talking about we talking about your immortal soul. What movie was that? Somebody tweet me what movie was that. Keep an open CD, y'all. That reserved seat, CD stuff, it ain't never worked. It ain't ne- I, mean, I remember at the graduation, everybody trying to hold the seat for somebody. They not there. They not showing up. That's okay. Because somebody is trying, for every person that won't show up, there's a multitude of people showing up. I guarantee you. Everybody out there that says they didn't have a dad, guess what? They had a whole bunch of other people trying to compensate and even overcompensate. And that's something they can't deny. Because somebody would always see your pain and try to heal it, right? If only when you shut everybody out, do you not get to the healing? Oh, we got to write that word down, healing. And I know that's the thing. But we got a lot of men out here, like my friend, Dr. Henry Carter, that thank God that they did draw on their, draw on their imagination in order to break the cycle, and become dad, even when there was there was not one, right? Thank God for my dad, even though he had daddy issues. <laughs> Decided, well, okay, well, guess what? In spite of it all, and I mean, when I say all, y'all, I mean all. In spite of it all, I'm going to be there day one. I just, I text my dad before I went live. I had a response, okay? That's what I'm talking about. So let me go take this man and enjoy us uh, some fathers. You probably see us go live. He probably going to be like, really, really, really? Pod- you said all that on the podcast? And guess what? He's going to be like, no, you need to go live. We got to talk about this. <laughs> right? I didn't, first thing, I didn't know. Nobody knows because we don't ask because we don't want to go back into the trauma. But as long as you keep an open seating with an open mind and an open heart, you'll end up with an open spirit and an open soul and a healing. That's how this thing works, y'all. I tell my kids, honey, you think, you think, look, I ain't going to even end this with that. But all I told them was, listen, just keep it open. Because one day, you're going to have a proud moment. It happens. It happens. I'm telling you, it happens. You know? 
All right, y'all. Uh, this has been how to get out, just how to get out of bed. We're talking about just how to get out of bed just today. Uh, all my podcasts have supporters, people who don't need reserve seating because they just show up and get in where they fit in. We're talking about natural soap by Zakia. We're talking about the social media clinics. We're talking about AIB Nation. We're talking about AIB Nation. And I just got another text, them telling me to lock the door because they done left me. Uh, <laughs> But listen, also, there are no clinics this weekend, no clinics, no clinics, no calls, no calls this weekend, no clinics and no clinic calls this weekend as we honor Juneteenth and as we honor Father's Day. I am not working on Father's Day, but the clinics will resume come Monday. Come Monday, you can book your call if you want to be trying to figure out social media, trying to get addition, trying to grow your brand awareness. You can jump on a call with me, trying to learn how to live stream, trying to learn how to use rock a hashtag, going to rock, um, going to get like Beyonce, serve lemonade, all those different things. Um, we have now the social media clinics. We have a group clinic, which is, and you know, a clinic. You know, why did you decide to call it clinic? Because I'm trying to up your skills, right? Clinics are about skills and skills pay bills. We are trying to get you in a situation where you can change your skill level. And when it comes to using social media as a business, using social media as a business, at the end of the day, I'm trying to tell you, it's more than the likes. You got to monetize the likes. You got to monetize the follows because the internet was created for not one, but two reasons, two reasons only. And that is data and dollars. And the money is only in the data. Okay, the data and the dollars come at the end of the day. So it's likes, follows, shares, dollars. All right. But you learn those skills at social media for business clinics. We have two group clinics that happen on a Sunday afternoon. That's why everybody keeps asking me, is there a clinic today? Not today. It's Father's Day. There's a clinic, two clinics next Sunday and the Sunday thereafter. Next Saturday, I will be working with the youth of Fulton County. If you did not sign your kids up, go check my timeline. There's a full-on monthly camp, a month camp happening in full for Fulton County students. The other counties haven't contacted me. Let me know what you got going on. We do. We are taking the clinics around for our youth and our seniors. Youth and our seniors, getting them to uh, operate properly online. Kids' skills pay parents' bills. A child told me that. Okay. So y'all out here trying to keep your kids off of technology. Let me tell you, these kids out here making millions, millions online, right? Because this, their generation that understands these numbers, that understands the likes, that understands the following. They kids, these kids out here got millions of followers. These boomer generations and, and, and Gen X and Gen Y and millennials don't want to like and don't want to follow. Y'all are keeping folk out the game, but these kids, I'm telling you, they are doing it online and they want to learn a little bit more about blogging. And so I'm going to go over that. I'm going to teach them some production skills um, related to television, because right now, if you're not if you're not creating content online that goes on television, bump somebody watching on their phone. People are watching on television, but you only learn about that. And social media clinics, social media clinic, the calls resume on Monday and the group clinics are on Sunday. This Sunday, you can go to socialmediaclinics.eventbrite.com. Next Sunday, we have a content clinic as well as what's the other one? The vendor clinic. 
the content clinic and the vendor clinic. The vendor clinic is for all of you participating in all these festival seasons. If you are not, if you're not going from selling to sold out, if you haven't made, you don't make your first sale until you get to the event, you're doing it wrong. You need to go to the vendor clinic where we tell you about how to pre-sale, retail, and wholesale. Pre-tail, retail, and wholesale, okay? All right, and not to mention the after sale, how to sell before, doing an after. It's just three things that's, well, there's a lot that we cover, but pre-sale, retail, and wholesale, right? And then we talk about how to sell before, doing an after your event, how to sell before, doing an after your event. If you are a vendor out there and you're worried about how to make your money back, you need to stop. You need to just not do it no more because that that's you're doing it all wrong. Right. Because you first thing you should do is fully reimburse each expense. Write that down. Fully reimburse each expense. Uh, it's called free. Right. When you are in business, all of your marketing is essentially free. All of your marketing endeavors. Should, this ain't that podcast. You better go over to social media clinics. Dottie Next Sunday, I have a vendor clinic. And a content clinic, a content clinic, because all of the content that you're putting online has changed and you need to come and find out. And uh, if you want one-on-one, those are available at askdryerbuzz.com. If you want one-on-one industry specific to your brand, askdryerbuzz.com. The group clinics are available at socialmediaclinics, with an S, dot eventbrite.com. All right, I got to get ready to get out of here. I don't have my sounder for the end, so let me just tell you what it says. It says, do me one last favor, and that is go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And, of course, YouTube and everywhere else, just use the hashtag dryerbuzz. Y'all have a great Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all. Bye. Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz.